0: So it says here that we inherit salvation. That means that God has already provided salvation for every person on this planet if they'll accept Jesus Christ as their Lord. Is that right? We need to to be reaching out to others just because we're born again and and, uh, have all these things. God's saying, let's get our eyes upon the lost. Let's get our eyes on people that aren't born again and let them come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. He provided that for every person on this planet. And then when you receive salvation, you receive all the blessings of God. That's the only thing you have to do is to come into the fullness of what God wants you to do through salvation. There's no other way. Jesus said, no man can come into the Father except through me. You can't do it by your works. You can't be good enough to make it to heaven. There's no person that can buy their way to heaven but you can accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and not only make it to heaven, but you can receive all the spiritual blessings that we receive here upon this planet while we're here. But first, got to be born again. Nicodemus went to Jesus and he said he tried to get Jesus to explain the kingdom of God to him. And Jesus said in John chapter 3 and verse 3, and we'll read verses 5 through 8 after that, Jesus answered and said to him Most assuredly I say to you unless one is born again he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus says well how can you be born again can I enter again into my mother's womb and be born again But in verse 5 Jesus answered Most assuredly I say to you unless one is born of water and the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So he's saying here you got to be more born a natural man and you got to be reborn in the spirit. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. What he's saying here, you can't see the wind blow, but you can see the effects of a hurricane. You can see the effects of a hurricane, and... When you're born again, you can't. Nobody can see it on the inside of you. What happened? But people can see the effects of it. When I became born again, I lived to sin. That's all I wanted to do. Sin every day. I wanted to sin more and more. I'm going. If I want to make uh, hell, I'm just going to bust it wide open. I'm going to do as much as I can here. But the day I got born again, everything completely changed. hundred eighty degrees. All the people I was working with before, they're going, what happened to him? I didn't I didn't even want to hear anybody cuss anymore. And I didn't cuss anymore. I did before I got born again, but I didn't do it later. I didn't want to go to the beer store the first thing since we got off of work. They're going, you don't want a beer? And I'm going, I don't want a beer. They're going, what's the matter with you? And I'm going, I was looking for all these other things to satisfy me and my life that they were causing me destruction. But after I come to know Jesus Christ as my Savior, I was completely satisfied. I'm going, I don't need that anymore because I have Him and He lives in me and that's all I'll ever need because now I'm satisfied in life. I don't need to be high to, to be satisfied. I thought I was being satisfied, but I wasn't. It was just causing me destruction. But He came and gave me life. When he came on the inside of me, I couldn't even stand to watch a beer commercial anymore because I'm going. Things are different. I don't. I don't. I hated what was happening to me before I got born again because I could see what it was doing to me after my eyes were opened up. And after you're born again, you're no longer the same. You're not the same person that you was before. I always I was used to be having my friends that would cuss. They'd say, "Ricky, will you quit cussing?" You cuss too much. And I'm going, well, y'all do too, but not as much as you. But after I got born again, I didn't want to do that anymore. I'm going, it didn't come out of my mouth anymore. And I can't stand to hear somebody else do it. That's the difference. In a man that's born again, Jesus is saying you you can't see the wind blow, but you can see the, the effects of it. And I could certainly see the effects of it the first minute. I'm going, things are different. My life will never be the same. Then I got, then about three months later, I got filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Then my life changed even more. And Jesus said, be filled with the Holy Spirit because when you do, you'll be endued with power from on high. I got filled with the Holy Spirit in uh, King, North Carolina. And I've never been so high in my entire life. I got in the car and I'm going, my sister, she was the one that led me to the Lord Jesus, my sister Eula, she led me to the Lord Jesus. And then she took me to a church to get filled with the Holy Spirit and I knew I'd never be the same. I was up, I couldn't sleep, I was so full of God. So full I could not stand it. I'm going, i got to find somebody to get born again. If somebody needs Jesus, i got to lead them to the Lord. i got to get somebody healed. God called me into the ministry that very day. And I couldn't find anything except my dog had the mange. And I was out there laying hands on him, trying uh, getting him healed. And he was, the power of God was so powerful on him, he was shaking all over. But that was the difference. Because I had that power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of me and upon me, the anointing upon me, and it changed my life forever. And it will change yours too, if you'll let him. One thing that he gave us too is the forgiveness of sins. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Jesus, when He was raised from the dead, He sprinkled the mercy seat of God with His own blood and said, Father, I have atoned for every sin that they've committed now or in the future. And instead of God looking at your sin, he looks at Jesus. He no longer longer looks at you and what you've done or what you're going to do, but he looks at the Lord Jesus Christ and says, I don't count any sin against them because the blood has washed it away because of his precious blood. I remember I was in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma in my apartment years ago and the Holy Spirit kept dealing with me to go to North Carolina. He said, you got to go to North Carolina. You need to go now. I said, okay. I said, why do you need me to go? He said, just go. So I went. I got in my car, drove out there. He said, I'll take care of everything, which he did. And when I got there, I said, what do you need me to do, Lord? Which uh, North Carolina, spotted North Carolina is my hometown. But uh, he said, I want you to go see your cousin. His name is Ishmael Dale, which we called him Dale because he didn't like Ishmael too much. So we always called him Dale. And uh, he said, I want you to lead him to the Lord. I said, okay. So I went over there twice. He wasn't there. He said, go back again. So I went the next time he was there. So I went in and Dale and myself, we used to party together a lot. And uh, when after I got born again, he, he could see the difference in me, what happened. He's going, this dude's different from what he used to be, completely. He's not the same person. And I ministered to him a little bit here and there, just little hints. He said, you need to go lead him to the Lord now. I said, okay. So I went in there and talked to him, and I, I talked to him about the plan of salvation, that Jesus Christ had took away all of our sins, that he had become our Savior, and that if he would accept him into his heart, he would forgive him every sin he'd ever committed. He'd be born again and be on his way to hell. He said, Ricky, you know, there's a church up the road up here, and he said, I've been hearing here in this he on the motel, and he sold beer and wine. He said, every Sunday when they'd get out of church, instead of coming down here and explaining to me the plan of salvation, I've never heard it before, he said they'd come down here and buy beer off of me. He said, you're the first person that's ever told me about Jesus. And he got born again that night. And, he, and you could tell the countenance on his face was different. He was completely different. He was born again. Not the same person anymore. Well, three days later, he passed away. And I didn't know it, but he had a real bad heart condition. And he had diabetes for years. The doctors told me he didn't have long to live, and nobody had told me about it. So my mom and I went to the hospital right before he passed away and prayed for him again. But he was born again. And right now today, Ishmael Dale Blevins is up in heaven looking down upon us because in Hebrews chapter 12 it says we're encompassed with so great a cloud of witnesses. He's up there today going, that Ricky's still down there preaching the gospel, getting people born again. People, that's the number one thing we need to do in the body of Christ is be focused on the lost. Not focused on other things, but focused on how we're going to get people into heaven. That's what God wants us to do. That's His plan. That's His perfect will. He says we're all ambassadors for Christ. We need to lead people to know the Lord Jesus Christ to get their lives changed like ours have been. It changed Him. But it's not He's not the only one, but He's a good example to use because the Holy Spirit loved him so much. And he said, somebody has to go tell him about Jesus because if you don't, he's going to go to hell. That's how much God loves each and every person. He loves us all the same. Every person on this planet inherited salvation. They just haven't received it. Everybody has. If they will receive Jesus Christ, they'll inherit salvation and all the other blessings. That's the number one thing we can do. Peter and John. They were walking down the street and this beggar says, give me alms so that I can have some money. And they said, such as I have, I give unto thee. And they t- reached out, take his hand, and he walked. They gave him the gospel of Jesus Christ and he was completely healed. That's what we need to focus on is getting the word to people because the word of God will change people. Only the word will change them. There's nothing else that will. That's why God designed it that way. In Isaiah 55, he says, My thoughts are higher than your thoughts and my ways are higher than your ways. When we take the word of God and present it to people, then what happens is that word, it changes them inside. It causes the change. It it changes each and every one of us. Without God's word, none of us would change. He says we're all changed from glory to glory, even by the Spirit of the Lord. In 1 John 1, 9, after we are born again, it says, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So after you are born again, you can confess your sin Come, and then God will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And it's as if you had never done anything. But then what will happen is condemnation will try to come in. And the devil will try to bring it against you. And, and uh, the Father will say, I don't even know that you did anything wrong. Why are you bringing Thank you for listening to today's message.